Welcome to another UCTV.TV podcast presented by University of California Television. Thank you all for being here. Um, having said that, I will just read some poems. Um, so first poem, uh, okay, now by the time you finish the sentence, I finish the sentence, you all realize that I speak with a very heavy Russian accent. So um, I passed out the copies of the book. I hope you can all share and follow. Otherwise, you will suffer for the next 30 minutes. So let's try not to suffer, OK? Uh, but if you, if you don't have one to follow, please share, OK? The first poem is called Osir's Prayer. It's on the page one, Osir's Prayer. If I speak for the dead, I must leave this animal off my body. I must write the same poem over and over. For an empty page is a white flag of their surrender. If I speak for them, I must walk on the edge of myself. I must leave the blind man who runs through the rooms without touching the furniture. Yes, I live. I can cross the streets just in what is it. I can dance in my sleep and laugh in front of the mirror, even sleep with a prayer, Lord. I will praise your madness in a language not mine, speak of music that wakes us, music in which we move. For whatever I say is a kind of petition, and the darkest days must I praise. Let's um, do a little bit of love poetry. If you go on page 33, free, free, I'll just read you some fragments from a longer love poem called Natalia. Um, I'll, I'll only read uh, the poems at the top of the page. If you want to read the stuff on the bottom of the page, you can do so yourself, okay? So on page 33, Natalia. On the night I met her, Rabbi Sangin said, God sleeps on his broad or in his eyes. I unfastened her stock and swore that I have stopped worrying. She slept in my bed, I slept in a chair. She slept in a chair, I slept in a kitchen. She left her slippers in my shower, in my door. Her slippers in each sentence I spoke. I said, those I loved, I grow old, are born. But I love the stubbornness of her bed clothes. I buy them taste, but clothes the sweet mechanisms of pillows and covers. A serious woman, she dances without a shirt, covering what she could. We lay together on Yom Kippur, chosen by a wrong God, the people of a book, broken by a book. Next page, 34. Let me kiss you inside your elbow, Natalia, sister of the careful. He spoke of gratitude, his fingers troubling as he spoke. She unfastened two bottoms of his trousers to learn two languages. One for uncles and one for remembering. Or maybe she thought it was bad luck to have a dressed man in the house. With an eyebrow pencil, she painted his mustache. It may have wanted to touch him, and she didn't. She opened her robe and closed it, opened it and closed it again. She wished it come here, nervous. He followed her, and he stepped off. Next page. We fell in love, and it is best. Eight years carefully I dissect this number. We have lived with three cats in five cities, learning how a man ages invisibly. Eight years eight, I chilled lemon, what can we tease it on the floor among the peels of lemons? And each night, 
looking at. We saw ourselves, a man and a woman, worshiping, Lord. One word your soul destroys to make clear how magical it is to live. It rained at the market. With my fingers should it be out for a young big sunny back of our lunches casserole. And we sang, sweet olives, why aren't you in my pockets? And the next page, 36, is the last page of this sequence, Natalia. Um, it's called Envoy, and it has an epigraph which is actually true. In 1992, somebody said, you will die on a boat from Yalta to Odessa, whatever that means. So here's an envoy. What ties me to this earth? In Massachusetts, the birds force themselves into my lines. The sea repeats itself, repeats, repeats. I bless the boat from Yalta to Odessa. And bless each passenger, his bones, his genitals. Bless the sky inside his body. The sky, my medicine, the sky, my country. I bless the continent of God, the argument of their order. They win my master in the sun, the joy of popular swallows. Bless one woman's brows, her lips, and their sad blood, the roundness of her shoulder, her face, a lantern by which I live my life. You can find us, Lord. She's a woman dancing with her eyes closed, that I'm a man arguing with this woman of a nightstands and tables and chairs. Lord, give us what you have already given. Okay. Can you follow me, okay? Yeah. You sure? Okay. Well, let me read you some shorter poems, and that may be a longer poem, okay? Um, let's go on to page six. 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 Okay. Are we all on the same page? <laughs> Just wondering. Six, okay? Okay, the poem is called Impreza Fluffer. Impreza Fluffer. Where a day is banned and straight in a city that belongs to no nation but all the nations of wind. She spoke the speech of poplar trees, her ears trembling as she spoke. My aunt was composed odds to barber shops, drugstores. Her soul vaulting on two feet. The soul, or no soul, a child's eleven, she loved street musicians and knew that my grandfather composed lectures on the supply and demand of clouds in our country. The state declared him an enemy of the people. He ran after a train with tomatoes in his coat and danced naked on a table in front of our house. He was shot, and my grandmother raped by the public prosecutor who stuck his pen in her vagina, the pen which signed people off for twenty years. But in a secret history of adventure, one man's silence lives in the bodies of us as we dance to keep from falling between the doctor and the prosecutor. My family, the people of Odessa, woman with huge breasts, old man, naive and childlike, all our words, hubs of burning feathers that rise and rise with each retirement. Uh, the next poem is on the following page. <clears throat> Can you follow me okay? Yeah. Uh, the next poem is on the following page. It's called Maestro. 
page 7, Maestro. What is memory? What makes a body glow on April or cut in Moldova and this school is found? When the school survives, its sadness is forbidden. I wait this now, and I feel my body swayed. The screaming girls, 347 voices in a story of a doctor saving them. His hand trapped under a wall, his granddaughter dying nearby. She whispers, I don't want to die, I have eaten such apples. He touches her mouth, the blind man reading lips and yells, Shut up, I am near the window, I must him for help. Speaking, he cannot stop speaking. In the dark of Bram Chopin, he speaks to them to calm them. A doctor, yes, whatever window framed his life. Outside, tomatoes grew, clouds passed, and we once lived. A doctor visited of a parrot on his trapped arm, seeing his granddaughter cheekbone is no longer her. Cheekbone is with surgical precision, stitches, suffering, and grace. Today's past. He shuts in his window. There is no winter. When the rest approaches, he speaks of Chopin, Chopin. They cut off his hands. Now they say he's doing okay. In my dream, he stands feeding bread to pigeons, surrounded by pigeons, birds on his head, his shoulder. He shuts, you don't understand the thing. He's breathing himself to sleep. The city sleeps. There is. No such city. Okay, uh, one more set poem and then a couple of happy poems, okay? Uh, the next poem is on page nine, following page. It's called Antwerp. And again, if you don't have a book, share one with somebody, okay? Otherwise, you will be suffering. And I won't say that word again. Uh, Antwerp. In a soldier's uniform and wooden shoes, she danced at either end of day in my Antwerp. Her husband arrested a pregnant woman from the burning house. He heard laughter. Each day saw one little artillery. In that fire he burned his genitals. My aunt was took other people's children. She clicked her tongue and they cried. And August bullet cured in the evening after evening. I saw her. Chalk between her fingers. She wrote lessons on an empty blackboard. Her hand moved on the board remained empty. We lived in a city by the sea, but there was another city at the bottom of the sea, and only local children believed in its existence. She believed them. She had her husband picture on a wall in her apartment, each month on a different wall. I now see her with that picture, hammer in her left hand, nail in her mouth, from her mouth a smell of wild garlic. She moves toward me in her pajamas, arguing with me. And with herself, the evenings are my evidence. This evening, in which she dips her hands up to her elbows, the evening in that sleep inside her shoulder, her shoulder, rounded by sleep. Okay, and on the next page we have a poem called Dancing in Odessa. It's on the page 12. Dancing in Odessa. We live it north of the future. They open it letters with a child's signature, a raspberry, a page of sky. My grandmother Dorita made us from her balcony. She pulled imagination like a blanket over my head. I painted my mother's face. 
She understood loneliness. He did there in the earth like partisans. The night undressed us. I counted its spoons. My mother danced to fill the past with speeches, cause her rules. At this, my doctor laughed at his granddaughter, touched my eyelid, I kissed the back of her knee. The city trembled, a ghost ship set in sail. And my classmate invented twenty names for Jew. He was an angel, he had no name, we wrestled, yes. My grandfather's for the German tanks and trucks. I kept a suitcase full of broadsty spoils. The city trembled, the ghost ship set in sail. At night I walked to which yes, we lived. We lived, yes, don't say it was a dream. At the local factory, my father took a handful of snow, put it in my mouth. The thumb began a routine narration, whitening their bodies, mother, father, dancing, moving, as the darkness spoke behind them. It was April, the sun washed the balconies, April. I tell the story, the light etches into my hand. Little book, go to the city without me. Okay, are you okay? Um, let me uh, go now and uh, read a longer poem for you. It's called Musica Humana, and it starts on the page 16. Um, this poem is an elegy for the great Russian poet Osip Manderstam. Usually when people ask about him, I say go to the library. They have a really good library here. So um, use it. Uh, all you need to know for the purpose of this poem is that Osip Manderstam was a great Russian poet who happened to write a poem against the government. The time happened to be 1930s. The place was former Soviet Union, which means that he was sent into exile where he died, and his wife, Nadezhda, was also sent into exile, but she survived. Okay, that's all you need to know. Um, the poem is written in both prose and verse, and it is spoken sometimes, not all of us, but sometimes, in voices of Osip and Nadezhda Manderstam, okay? So we will start on the page 17, 1717, and the poem is called Musica Humana. A mother Norpheus, sent to hell, he never returned. While his widow searched across one-sixth of the earth's surface, clutching the saucepan with his sons rolled up inside, memorizing them by night in case they were found by Phyllis in a search warrant. While there is still some light on the page, he escapes in a stranger's coat with his wife, and the close smells of sweat a dog runs after them, licking the yard where they walked and sat in a kitchen, and a stairwell above the toilet, he will show her the way to silence. They will leave Serenia talking to itself, making laugh. They turn off the lights, but the neighbor has binoculars, and he watches, dazzling on his lips. It is the 1930s, Petersburg is a frozen trip. The cathedrals come fast down the prospect. They move, the new state sticks its spins into them. In Crimea, they gather together with liberals 
and say to them strictly, on the judgment day, if you are asked whether you understood the poet Osip Manderstam, say no. Have you fed him? You must answer, yes. I am reading aloud the book of my life on earth and confess I love it grapefruit. In a kitchen sausage is testing vodka, the men raise their cups. A boy in a white shirt, I dip my finger into sweetness. Mother watches behind my ears and we speak of everything that does not come true. Which is to say, it was August, August, the lightning trees full of fury, August filling hands with a language that tastes like smoke. Now, memory, put some beer, saw the rim of the glass. You, who are waiting me, have what you want, a golden coin, my tongue to put it under. The younger brother of a cloud, he walks on when in dark green pants in cathedrals, he falls on his knees praying happiness. His words in the floor are the skeletons of dead birth. I have loved, yes, washed my hands, spoke of loyalty to the earth, now death a lover boy counts my fingers. I escape and I'm caught, escape again and I'm caught, escape and I'm caught. In the sun, the cinder is a clay figure. Poetry is a self. I is the self. I'll see where St. Petersburg stands like a lost youth whose church is chips and guillotines. I celebrate our lives. In summer 1924, Osip Manderstam brought his young wife to St. Petersburg. Nadierta, what was the French called loud Monsieur Man? An eccentric, of course he was. His real student down the staircase for complaining he wasn't published. Was he shouting? Was Papa? Was Jesus Christ? Poet is a voice, I say, like he cross which print to himself as he falls. Yes, my life was a broken branch in the wind, hit the northern ground. I am writing now a history of snow, the lamplight basin, the ship that sail across the page. But on certain afternoons, the Republic of Thumbs opens up and I grow frightened that I haven't lived it died not enough to scratch this ecstasy into vowels. Here, splashes of clear biblical speech. I read Plato, Augustine. The loneliness of their syllables while the keeps falling. And I read Ahmatova, rich weight binds me to the earth, the not trees and a tear is brilliant. The dry air, the daylight, yes, I live. They stand hammy up by the feet, I saw some Petersburg daughters once, I learned the grammar of God's array, and found myself for good damn pushed in street, while memory sat in the corner, erased me with a sponge. I have made mistakes, yes, in bed, I can pay government to make offering. Government and the barbers can't shave off the skin. All of us dancing happily around him. He sat on the edge of his chair and drank the loud of good dinners. 
He composes his poems not as his task, but in the streets of St. Petersburg. He adores the image of Verlusto during a party night under the walls of Acropolis with his song. Like it happened to Sal, he was pounding on the door. You have got to let me out. I wasn't made for prison. Once or twice in his life, a man is peeled like apples. What is left is a voice that splits his being down to the center. We see obscurity, fright, mud, but there is joy of shame. There's always more than one silence. Between here and next prospect, the ears spurred like stress. Pray for this man who lived in bread and made a swell duck street, cited his poetry in each street. Yes, count March, July, with them together with his word in his time, Lord. Press his words against your silence. The story is told of a man who escapes and is captured into the broad of evening. After making love, he sits up in the kitchen floor, eyes wide open, speaks of the Lord's emptiness and whose image we are made. He is out of work. A monsieur will have endured his kissing his wife's neck, so the skin of her belly tightens. One would think of a boy, lanceless with his tongue, and a woman's skin. Those are lines of the entire of silence. Nadjerta, his wife, looks up from the page and speaks. Osip, Ahmadova, and I were standing together when suddenly Mandersta melted with joy. Several little girls ran past us, imagining themselves to be horses. The first one stopped, impatiently asking, Where is the last horse? I grabbed Manderstam by his hand to prevent him from joining, and Ahmadova too, sensing danger, whispered, Do not run away from us. You're our last horse. Najarta continues to speak. As I die, I walk barefoot across my country. Here I've introduced the stronger solid tractors break into centers and gallop through plain speech. I'm twenty-three, we live in a cocoon, the butterflies are mad. As he puts his fingers into fire, he gets up early walking around in his sandals. Right slowly, prayers fall into the room, master watching him from the window. As his stamp passes over my skin, I see his face from underneath its ancient clarity. Thus Nadierta speaks, standing in an orange light. Her hands are quiet, talking to themselves. Oh, God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, on your scale of good and evil, put a plate of warm food. Nadezhda continues to speak. When my husband returned from Voronezh in his mouth, he hid a silver spoon. 
in his dreams, down a steep prospect, the dictator ran like a wolf after his pastor wolf with sleep in his eyes. He believed in the human being. Couldn't you himself of Petersburg? He recited my heart phone numbers of the dead. Oh, what he thought in a low voice. The unspoken words became the traces of violence. When his lapital stood in the face, it was good. When they took my husband, each word disappeared in a book. They watched him as he spoke the vowels had tears. And they said, you must leave him alone. For already behind his back the stones circle all by themselves and fall. On the last page of this poem, Osip had sick eyelashes to the middle of his cheeks. We were all in a lone breast in the street. What we were told in about, I don't remember. We turned on the Gogol Boulevard, and Osip said, I'm ready for death. At his arrest, we were searching for poems all over the floor. We sat in one room. On the other side of the wall, at neighbors, a Hawaiian guitar was playing. In my presence, the investigator found the wall and showed it to Osip. He nodded slightly. Taking his leave, he kissed me. He was led away at 7 a.m. At the end of each vision, Mandelstam stands with a cloud of earth throwing bits at the passers-by. You will recognize him, Lord. He hated Tsar's Casillo, told Mayakovsky, stop reading your verse, you're not Romanian orchestra. But when harmony was, it raveled, it raveled. Nadir does say the snow fell inside her. She heard the voice of Yanchikas all over her flesh. Nadir, the her yes and no were difficult to tell apart. She dances a score tucked between her thighs, and the light is strengthening. In each room's four corners, he's making love to her ear, love is bros, weaving days and nights, he's traveling across her kitchen, touching furniture, a small propeller, and his head turning as he speaks. Outside, a boy, pissing against a tree, a beggar, cursing at his cat. That summer, 1938, the walls were hot. The sun beat against the city, slapped the city that loved to say yes to the powerful. At the end of each vision, she rubbed her feet with milk. She opened her body, lay on his stomach. We will meet in Petersburg, she said. We have buried the sun there. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.